Good evening and welcome to TC and Jake. Jake, how's it going? My man always talks about going out to Colorado. And he actually did it. Uh, I don't know if you care that I couldn't hear the open, but I like to let you know at the beginning in case it does matter. And it probably doesn't. <clears throat> this sure time it, it probably doesn't, but I will fix it anyways. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I've got plenty of trip notes, thoughts. Um, Did you get yourself a motorcycle? No, you know, I don't, I don't live to ride or ride to live. <laughs> you don't do either one. Just fucking that lane for is two. God occupied. I did see quite a quite a few motorcycle riders. Now I don't know if that's part of the route to Sturgis. Did you give them the the Jeep uh, greeting? No, you can only do that if you're also on a bike. Oh, well, I thought it was only if you were in the Jeep. Uh, well, the 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 bike guys go low. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. You're if you're you know Same. you you go left hand and that way you each kind of go low, do slow. Jeep guys go high. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's a Jeep thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I do have a lot of trip thoughts um, if you just want to dive into them. You know I'd what? God to. damn it. We should have pulled... We're bad at this. Got too much going on. I wanted to I wanted to play Ben Shapiro's set to music. <laughs> I mean, I can find that. You can probably find it. All right. Uh, I've I'll got two fire different you. versions retweeted onto my feed. Yeah, Which one do you want? The Don't one care. with him, him sample or the or the original sample, either one. Why um, why not both? Yeah, why not both? Uh, trip thoughts. I'm going to start at the end. Uh, missed our flight. Oh, buddy. And fortunately, we're able to get on one a little over an hour later, as the last two people on standby. Well, I don't really want to hear about that. I more want to hear about what led up to you missing your flight. So there are two ways in and out of, we were not, we didn't actually stay in Aspen because I heard Junior talking about this last week or a couple weeks ago when he went, dude, it's like they fucking plopped Highland Park down next to a mountain. It is insane. And like, you know, I've been to Breckenridge over the years and it's pretty hoity-toity as well, but it does not hold a flame to Aspen. It's yeah, out of I mean, control. Uh, I've never been. I I am taking this in as somewhat new information, but also like uh, it's Aspen. Yeah, I guess I'm just making the point. We really couldn't find anywhere to stay that we could afford. <laughs> yeah. It was just even for like small stuff. So we stayed like 15, 20 minutes away in snow mass. I mean, I kind of um, I kind of like that. You know, I, yeah. I feel like there should be somewhere that you can't stay. Yeah, Definitely. There's, there definitely is. Um, so there's basically two ways in and out of there, right? And one of them is a little more scenic and involves a lot more of the, you know, tight turns with no guardrail. Very pretty. Mm-hmm. Uh, Independence Pass. So we took that on the way in. It's about 20 minutes longer, maybe a little more, but also just like incredibly beautiful. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. Um, on the way out, we opted to go with the more direct route because it's still pretty, but it's not anywhere near the same. And we thought, you know, we're kind of sceneried out. Let's just get to the airport. It's about a three-hour and 20-minute drive. So we left at 6.30 in the morning. Our flight was at 12.45. 
Drastic price difference on flights directly into Aspen? Don't even think there were any from Dallas. Okay. Um, and yes, the ones that there were that were either through Chicago or from Chicago, just to look around, way more expensive. Okay. And as an aside, um, I don't think I've ever seen an airport like the Aspen Airport when you drive by it because there are 50 to 100 what I imagine are private or charter jets just sitting there. Yeah. It's nuts. Uh, Jackson's probably like, uh, you know, I, I didn't see the Jackson Airport. Have been to Jackson, didn't see the Jackson Airport. Uh, but I, I would, I would assume. Is that by Jackson Hole? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, since we flew into Kalispell. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the Jackson Airport's name because obviously it's featured heavily in that uh, one episode of Silicon Valley, but I'm, uh, I'm not coming up with it. Yeah, it, it's nuts. Like, not little planes, big-ass jets just all sitting there in a nice little neat row. So on the way out, yeah, we left at 6.30. That should have put us at the airport with stops factored in at 9.45 or 10. And that would have given us time to return our car, get in, get through, check the bag, and have plenty of time. Like, we did not want to mess around with running this one close. We got up at like 5.15, left just before 6.30. Uh Uh-huh. So we were an hour and a half into our drive, and we Google mapped it as soon as we left, so we'd make sure we were on top of everything, um, turns and the like. And uh, an stuff hour and a half in, car stuff. stuff driving car stuff that could come up. We uh, an hour and a half in, we get a notice: um, road closed ahead, uh, freeway, Highway seventy. And I was like, "There's no cars out here right now. Like, what? What's the deal?" And I like see a sign that says Highway seventy closed ahead for fire. Oh, And I go to the Google map, and they had, within, I don't know, minutes of me seeing that sign, updated that 10 miles ahead, road closed, fire. The next sign said, no timetable for reopening. And well, this there fucking is no, sucks. I was really hoping no, I could blame you. There's no detour. Uh, you can't just cut yeah, down yeah, south yeah. To, from 70 to Independence Pass. You just got to drive back to where you started. To where you started. And then take the other route. Yeah. And again, that happened about an hour to an hour and a half into our drive. So two hours and 45 minutes after we left that morning, we were back driving by our condo we, we stayed in. Jesus fucking Christ. And then that you've, got the longer, more, you've got the longer, more scenic route ahead of you. Did that you enjoy you did that scenery? Choose. Not as much, because we were both really upset and realized very quickly there's no way. You know, we we left ourselves a couple hours. We didn't leave three and a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we knew right away we're not making this flight. And now you've got to deal with, like, those extremely nerve-wracking turns that are not as cute as they were whenever you were spry and at the start of the vacation. Now you're just like, fuck this. And... I got on my phone and looked at the next flight, which on the way out, dude, there might have been, it might have been 25% full. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably, you know what? That's not true. It was probably closer to 50, but there was no one on my row or her row or, I don't know, the row in front or behind me. The way home was not like that. Uh, as I said, we had to hop on standby. 
We got to the airport about an hour before the flight, and we were the last two people. They had five open seats, and we were number six and seven, but two people dropped off or didn't show. So that's how that went. Because if we had missed that one, the next flight was a connect that got home at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> so fire, TC. That's rough. Did you see the flames? No, but I'll tell you about shit, maybe even like within 15 minutes of leaving Snowmass, she did remark on the fog. And I'm like, that ain't, that looks, doesn't look like fog to me, but maybe. And then as we got closer, and I kind of had already had it put in my mind that it was fire. You could definitely tell all the way into Denver that there was smoke over like half the state. Hmm. Of course, I said something about this on Twitter and you get immediate a dozen Colorado guys that are like, yeah, dude, it's part of it. Okay. It's, it happens all the time here. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. D- d- awesome. Helpful. Definitely what I want to hear whenever I've had three hours added to my driving right and it's not even weird dude yeah yeah should have planned on this fucking wonderful Um, no one's saying you're wrong they're just saying you're an asshole (laughs) right that's another book title um quick observations for you uh maroon bells where we went and hiked on monday it looked really cool maybe it's top three for sure of things i've ever seen in person in my life yeah i mean all this i just want uh you know better than montana or worse than montana see we didn't get too far up into montana like on foot you know yeah i know some of those other boys did but we didn't so i mean i don't know the the lake in montana not even just the one we stayed at that one next to it are majestic Yeah. yeah so maybe i would take montana except i i didn't really get i mean we did like a six mile hike uh, the first part of the day on Monday. So you're like deep in it. So yeah. you get a little bit different appreciation for it. But uh, the day before we went kayaking and the guide told us, he's like, oh yeah, Maroon Bells is the most photographed natural attraction. I think he said in the world. I don't buy that. Um, but I think it's, if that were the case, it's probably one, they might not just be talking about Maroon Bells. They might be talking about that entire area that includes, I think, Pikes Peak and Crested Butte. But two, it's not like there's a ton of people able to photograph Mount, Mount Everest, you know? Like, Colorado's pretty easy to get to, and it was like $10 to get into the park. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very low bar- barrier of entry. But, like, I don't know. You're telling me, like, Yosemite isn't a bigger deal? Or Yellowstone? I think that's also a lot harder to get to. Yosemite is not hard to get to. It's in California. You're looking for is Yosemite. Yosemite, yeah. Yeah. I realize California is a large state. I feel like someone might make fun of me for saying, of course, it's easy to get to. It's in California. But uh, I don't know. This looks like a two-hour drive from Oakland. Right. But, dude, when you're talking about where, uh, like, this area of Colorado is, it's very accessible from everywhere. So if, in fact, it's the case. But definitely the the point I'm trying... I'm, I'm trying to make is uh, there are a lot of people that go there just to take a picture of it and leave. Mm-hmm. Like Colorado got to be huge for the, or I, it seems to be huge for the, for the Grom, for the influencer. Cause like we were walking out after doing a pretty hard, hardcore hike. And there was a woman standing at the very beginning of the hike in like a form fitting dress and like 
shell toe type shoes, definitely not something you're hiking in, and had probably no less than 50 photos of her taken in front of it with her ass just sticking out, and then she just like left. Hell yeah. And I I saw a lot of that. (laughs) Like a lot of people who seem to be only there to get a picture of and in front of something. And yes, 90% of them were just hot women. Yeah, no, I, I, I could understand that, you know. Um, Mike Sertain probably knows half of them. Uh, I, the, the ones I do follow seem to be into uh, things like just going somewhere and taking a photo or whatever. Colorado.com. Maroon Bells, the most photographed place in all of North America. Well, now we've gone down to just North America. Okay, yeah, you're right. And also, do you think Colorado.com spitting you straight? No, I don't. They're I don't. In the back I'm still not Colorado. buying North America, uh, but 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 I, I I do want to observe. We've already defeated the guide. <laughs> we did, and um, I think you've established a precedent of not necessarily revising your opinion when I provide evidence. You're telling me it's bigger than uh, uh, Niagara Falls. You want to say that again, to me with a straight face? Again, if you've been to Niagara Falls, you know that shit is not easy to get to. Like, I would bet it's easier than fucking Aspen, Colorado. It's by Buffalo. Uh, okay, so let's just let's let's frame this this way. In general, would you say that take the entire U.S. that more people have traveled to Central Colorado or like where let's say like uh, are you trying to pitch to me right now that the northeastern part of the United States is not that populated? No, I'm trying to tell you that if you live anywhere west of like, uh, I don't know, the the Mississippi, people who live in like fucking Missouri are not going to New York. People who live everywhere else are going to Colorado. I think you your Niagara Falls trip, that, that cuts off at like Ohio. Most photographed places in the U.S., according to the Condé Nast Traveler magazine. Number one, New York City. Number two, Niagara Falls. No, no, no. Okay, because I'm not counting the cities. I know, I know, I know. Okay. But I'm just saying, this is a list where it's just everything. Everything's thrown in. Niagara Falls ahead of Chicago, ahead of San Francisco, ahead of the Las Vegas Strip. Niagara Falls is the most photographed place. So you found the one that works for you. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's not Colorado.com. You know, it's not the kind of impartial source like that. I've got TripAdvisor here. Um, uh, you know, we, we could keep going. Nah, I don't know that I want to. MatadorNetwork.com, um, which was the second uh, result on this Google, also has uh, Niagara Falls number two. Uh, only in your state.com, Niagara Falls number one. Most photographed Did, place. If you took the entire population of the U.S., though, this is so goddamn pedantic. Do you think more people have been... To the mountains in Colorado or Niagara Falls? I don't know. Feels like you're explicitly changing the argument. I'm asking for, to make a little headway here. You Anyways, my make other headway. Point. You just got to say, man, I guess I get like you, you could have been uh, roasting your guide. You kind of halfway were at the start of this of like, yeah, what's this fucking guide going to say? Then you could have just hopped on and been like, yeah, you know what? I've been to Niagara Falls. There were a ton of people taking photos. Like, I haven't even been there. I'm not riding for Niagara Falls. You know, you're you're Mr. Niagara Falls went <laughs> over in a barrel, got a T-shirt to prove it. 
Yeah, they're uh, Niagara Falls is cool, but it's kind of one of those deals you just stand there for a minute and leave. Um, Did you go to where Jim and Pam got married? I was out before then. Oh. Um, it's my contention that European travelers, and possibly this extends to just anyone not from America, but I'm not sure. But I know for sure European travelers, and I am specifically targeting the males here, they have yet to either find out about or embrace athletic wear. Hmm. And this is not the first time I've noticed this. So typically you're up there on the mountain and there are people camping. So they've got like full mountain gear type shit on. I just had like normal workout shirt and shorts because you're sweating your ass off and like uh, hiking shoes. But if you see a family that is speaking Italian or German, uh, I guess that's the only two I know I for sure heard. Dude, these guys got like a long sleeve button up polo on and like jeans. <laughs> like your American dad outfit, because that's mostly what it is, is families. It's just like Under Armour shorts and shirt, right? Mm-hmm. With like Oakleys. But the European traveler, I don't know if it's that they're, they're concerned with looking cool all the time, but like. Every teen I saw there that was not from America was wearing a collared shirt. While hiking? Yes. That's fucking weird. Yeah, but I'm, I'm telling you, man, there's something to this. Like, I think it's the same sort of deal where they probably wouldn't just roll up to the store in like basketball shorts and flip-flops. I think they think that they're being more fashion-forward and conscious. But instead, they just look hot and sweaty and uncomfortable. Yeah, and I don't know... Uh Modern day workout gear is smooth looking stuff, guys. See, I think that, but I think they would call you a slob. Yeah, I'm just you know, uh, if 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 it's a, a formal dinner, I guess there's room for that. Yeah. On a hike, I, I'm just not. I don't care. <laughs> like, I think that if you're calling me a slob on a hike, then like you're just a dumbass. Yeah, or a European. Well, or I'm, both. I'm not making an exception. Um, so what's going on with Ren and Stimpy? Ooh, not good. Not good. Not good. What do you want to do, though? What can uh, you do? I want to do another round of why she lost. Because of Ren and Stimpy? So this was sent to us by Bo, and I didn't read this whole BuzzFeed article. I did. But apparently the guy who created Ren and Stimpy was like uh, a real creep. and That's not assault. going far enough. Okay, yeah, see, I don't know. Clearly grooming, know, like, 14-year-olds. Like to have him come work for the cartoon show, and then... No, to come and live with him and have sex with him. And right. have but him take the pictures of them whenever of, they're drunk and couldn't remember. Yeah. And still not of age. Like, like feeding them drinks as, like, 18-year-olds living in his house to uh, take pictures of them having sex that they didn't recall, and then showing those pictures to coworkers. Yeah. Really and this has come up, up because... And, like, not one time. Like, fucking... Whenever pattern. the one girl got tired of it or, like, seemed like she was, like, kind of, uh, you know, not not real into uh, him, you know, doing all this, was like, hey, don't even worry. I've been working on another girl for, like, five years, too. So I'm just going to kind of focus more attention on her. 
And so this did this come back up because one of the streaming services was going to 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 put Ren and Stimpy properties back online? Is that the deal? Uh, I think that it was just like the you know because the, the the BuzzFeed article I, I don't believe is like yesterday or anything. Uh, I, I think it's a couple years old. Okay. Um, and it's uh just the you know w- with all of the Me Too stuff, I, I believe that one of the girls in particular, and then contacted the other one and. You know, she was full participant. Uh, we're just like, hey, uh, we've been carrying this around for a while. It's really fucked up. I would like to talk about it. Okay, yeah, I'm seeing here the Comedy Central was planning to to launch it, okay, to to, to reboot it, and so I guess that's why this thing came back out. Um, but here's why I frame it as a why she lost. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, this dude should be in jail, and they probably should not put. Well, no, they shouldn't put his television show back on any way that's going to financially benefit him if these things are true. And it sounds like there's a lot of evidence that it is. So that's probably where I could leave it. Except this thread about this did not decide to stop at this guy's a rapist. Don't let him benefit from this. Mm -hmm. They then delved into counting the proportion of male to female actors on a show about fucking talking animals. Yeah, yeah. It says, I count 42 male characters and 12 female actors, six to one on male characters. 19 writers were men and two women. Do you remember any female characters? Or is what's bi people of color? Uh, what's BIPOC? Black indigenous people of color. Okay. The show was extremely misogynistic. Young women only served as props for Ren's sexual desires. The most recurring female character was Mr. Butthoves. She's repulsive because she's fat. The second most female, frequent female character is Headless. All of these characters are white, by the way. And uh, I, I, I can't, TC. Yeah, I no, I mean, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's dancing around something that I would consider to be a somewhat solid argument, which is that the, the, the man is obviously a misogynist in his, his regular life, and that that does show up in the show. Like, you know, he's put some screen grabs of, like, depictions of female characters, and it's, like, you know, stuff that a creep would draw. Um, there's a thing in the, uh, in the BuzzFeed article where uh, he... Uh, that he goes on Howard Stern, and I think that they're talking about like a, a character that he's made, like a, a female character that he's drawn. And uh, Howard is like, "Yeah, this is great. She's hot." And the guy goes, "Yeah, and she's underage too." Okay, but then like, that's all I need. Like that, it's awesome. I, I know. I understand. I'm just. I'm just like uh, you know. The, the listeners need a, a full accounting of all perspectives, and my perspective is that this man is very close to making an argument that's not utterly ridiculous. Um, but it's obviously utterly ridiculous. Like the <laughs> argument, it, it it pisses me off. It makes me really mad, to be honest, because I like the show a lot. Um, especially there was a, a CD they put out that I owned, and uh, you know could, could could give you the whole thing as a kid. I could st- still probably get most of the way through the uh, Royal Can- uh, Canadian Mounted Yaxman uh, Oath, Anthem, whatever. Um, certainly can do a happy, happy joy, joy, if anyone's interested. Next time we get to a uh, off the record, um, you know, w- once we've had a couple pops, I- I'm happy to run through happy, happy joy, joy with everyone. Um, and so, yeah, to, to like tell me, like, uh, no, you shouldn't have had your show uh, because it didn't have enough, like, depictions of women, like, 
fuck you, dude. My childhood is my childhood. You don't get to pick whether or not it was okay. Like it's my, it's fucking mine. Um, and, and I don't, I don't think that you're like advancing the cause of women or, uh, or, or people of color by, uh, taking things away from me. That's a very zero sum thing. Like, I guess it is technically true that uh, Nickelodeon only had so much time in any given day that they could put shows on. So to some extent, uh, you know, the, the time you're spent running Ren and Stimpy is time that you're not spending running uh, programming for. Uh, but I, I, it's just fucking stupid to think that like Ren and Stimpy is incapable of being enjoyed by other groups like, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. Uh, it, it's obvious that like like. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to say like two people represent the mass views and like there's there's a way of phrasing the argument I'm about to make that would be really ridiculous. But like the relationships that he cultivated with these like, you know, the, the, w- these women he took advantage of like only exist because the, the girls were obsessed with the show. So the idea that it could only be like enjoyed by uh, by males is is obviously untrue. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that, uh, equal rights are important. Um, and I, I would be happy to, uh, to fight for them in a number of venues. Uh, if, if you want to tell me like that, that the only way we're going to get any advancing is by taking things away from people who enjoy Ren and Stimpy, like now you're making a fight with someone who wants to be on your side and that's just fucking dumb. Yeah. And I'm not, I guess I, don't, I could see them taking it off the internet. You're not going back and watching it now. So it's not like anybody's telling you, you know, hey, now, now that I've read the article, I'm certainly not. But of all the things <laughs> in my life that I enjoyed that I, I would like to kind of go and check, like, is it good anymore? Like, certainly whenever Izzy was the age, but I like, I'm not going to do it now. <laughs> but I don't know. I, you know what? Fuck you. I'm not committing to that. Maybe I will. Maybe yeah. I will. Test me and see, motherfucker. Because it's not like every single episode was just fucking like women are terrible and, uh, you know, uh, only useful as sexual objects. Like most of the episodes were about, you know, fucking farts. So um, I, 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 you know, I, the way that Dan is like tried to uh, watch some of his things that were important to him as a kid whenever his kids were at the age uh, he was whenever he was watching them, I could absolutely see including this. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little bit more uncomfortable of it given the context in which we're talking about it. But absent that, if you just said, like, what are the cool shows you would like to show your daughter? Ren and Stimpy is, uh, you know, certainly top five. Bro, I mean, blippy shit on that guy. You don't he think we're, we're going to avoid that? Yeah. I'm just going to play... Uh, I tried really? watching some blippy. I can't do it. We're not going to be blippy household. Dude, it fucking okay. blows. Yeah, because I mean, right now we're deep in the Sesame game. So Sesame's awesome. You yeah. know, I fully endorse that. I'm just gonna roll the uh, <laughs> the William Buckley Noam Chomsky Vietnam debate <laughs> over and over. This is what you watched as a kid. Yeah, this is what I. Hey, this was important to me. Well, watch this part right here where he's about to tell this nerd he's gonna punch him in the goddamn face on television. Did you know how uh, Noam <laughs> got into the uh, 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 Coco thing? Coco the What's gorilla? That? No. Like I thought I- Gnome's original like the reason why he was called uh Gnome Chimpsky, the the chimp is oh, like excuse uh, me. Nim Chimpsky. Nim Chimpsky, excuse me. <laughs> um is it's a it's a troll of Gnome because uh his like original like people like how he burst on the scene was like as a linguist critiquing yeah. a previously understood version of uh how like the, the general thought at the time was that children develop language through sheer trial and error. 
Like that they're just going through every single possible sound. They land on Mama, like and inevitably at some point, the way that, you know, uh, monkeys uh, writing on typewriters would eventually produce Shakespeare. Uh, they they, they uh, land on Mama. You react big to it. And they're like, okay, that one means something. I'll file that away. And just keep on with like random sounds until they hit, you know, enough of the random sounds. And uh, Chomsky was like, Dude, if that was the case, it would take before like six. You you'd have to be like sixty five years old before you could like talk, <laughs> right? Like hold a conversation. That's clearly wrong. And uh, so the 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 whole trying to teach uh, apes how to speak thing is definitely like you know obviously it's a pretty linguistic centered endeavor. Um, and so the 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 Nim Chomp the Nim Chimpsky guy was was trying to prove that uh, Gnome was wrong. And uh, I believe he eventually gave up the ghost and said that no yeah, is, is clearly right. Around right. The, right around the time the Nim ripped his wife's nipples clean <laughs> off of her body. Okay, that that did not happen. But, uh, but yeah, it, pretty it, close. It wasn't that dude. guy. That that guy got like someone else to watch the chimp. Like yeah, and, I'm he sure just he showed did. up every once in a while. Yeah, I'm sure he did. And whenever he showed up, and Nim would fucking had the lady's husband like jammed into a locker while he's jerking off (laughs) (laughs) but the uh the the whole um business of like coco being viewed as a fraud and a large reason why we aren't continuing this research today which in my opinion we really should be um is because like this guy like uh he he got like published in the times like whenever he was still like uh gnome's a dumbass he got like a real uh you know expose of uh of coco uh, run in the New York Times, and everyone was just kind of like, "Ah, eh, well, we really got egg on our face now," and they uh, <laughs> they gave it up. And then, uh, tragically, Coco uh, killed herself as part of the suicide pact with Robin Williams. Uh, I don't believe that that's true. Which um, I believe today we, is we actually do, the uh, anniversary of. We do have a uh, a listener who has met Coco. I was really excited for that email. Was that Amy? Yeah, that's yeah, a crazy, Amy. crazy life experience. That's yeah. so cool. And, you know, the way she's described, like, I, you know, it, it mattered enough to write the email. It did not seem to me like she was just, like, totally blown away. It was more like it was kind of a boring job. And, like, once every, like, month or so, I got to sort of get a glimpse of a gorilla. <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty. I don't know. I would just, in general, like, <laughs> if I had the stones i would love to work at a place like uh tiger king's zoo (laughs) yeah i mean i don't and it's arguably like really exploitive but i like animals yeah what about the uh the harem that the doc antle guy has do you like that um no i'm less into that less into that although doc antle's uh daughter is a looker (laughs) and you know my thing for the animal lady I'm saying, like, all the people around him are, are lookers. Yeah, but, I mean, he's a, he looks like a... He's a very odd-looking man. And plus, the thing is, if you would have worked near Coco, even if you only got to see her uh, once a month, what if that the one time that you did get to see her that month was whenever she was busting that guy's balls about all ball? <laughs> yeah, uh, Ron... <laughs> I think was his name. <laughs> Dude, I would have been pointing and laughing. Oh, yeah, man, would, he got roasted by the sign language gorilla. I Try would have loved to see Ron. Coco just fucking rip into Ron a couple times. <laughs> Burn circled Ron right here in the enclosure. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so my, I guess my point on the Ren and Snippy thing was just, 
rarely have I seen such a perfect ex- illustration. You know, the one that I was popular recently was, uh, oh, uh, that's very cool that you're going to stop calling the biggest room in a house the master bedroom. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. While you allow half the country to be evicted in a way that will disproportionately affect uh, people of color. But hey. I don't know that reality associations are necessarily carrying out the evictions, um, but they're certainly going to show the houses once the people are evicted. Right, and, and, you and know, maybe like, we have <laughs> not shown houses to certain people in the past. On some, on some level, like I, I want to start to say, like, well, it is good if everyone says, like, what's the most I can do in my little sphere to like make this equitable and better? Like, you know, the the Realty Association is not the cops; they cannot stop uh, officers from from kneeling on the uh, the necks of uh, citizens. Um, so they're they're just saying, what's the most I can do? Now, the reason I would stop making that argument is uh, the most they can do is cease with their widespread practice of refusing to show good houses to black people. <laughs> that seems like a bigger, uh, a bigger deal, you know. And I, I, I don't know that uh, the I can prove the Houston Realty Association has done that like uh, this month or whatever, but they fucking probably have, you know, based on like uh, everything I know about. Uh, what realtors have done over the course of uh, you know history, like that was uh, Cory Booker's parents uh, were were heavily involved in I, I, that they would go around like uh, you know go to a realtor and say like hey show me all the good houses in this price range in this area and then um, have a, a and record the whole thing secretly and then have a white couple go to the same realtor and ask the same question and if they uh, got different responses then be like. That's a lawsuit, motherfucker. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they uh, they didn't have a tough time finding lawsuits. Yeah. I think probably if it's it's rather than like an act of commission on the part of those groups, it's more just like allowing individual bad actors to commit those acts and doing nothing about it. Yeah. You know? Um, but, yeah, so that to me is a very similar uh, type of situation, the naming of the bedroom while the, all this other stuff is happening with saying like, hey, this guy uh, raped some people um, and he shouldn't have a show. Oh, yeah? Also, this show with talking animals had too many white men in it. Like, yeah. whoa, whoa, uh, hey, whoa, whoa. <laughs> uh, I love the story, this uh And just response. like if, if, if you're, you're missing so much, like... Uh, I don't want to live in a world where our content choices are made by fucking people just counting up the number of uh, white males in something and then being like, it's too many. It's too many. It's not good. I, I, I feel like there are major fucking problems with like uh, the, what, what culture is and is not allowed to be made. Yeah. <clears throat> like, uh, you know, it, once, once you're exposed to the idea of the Bechdel test and realize that you've seen like three movies that pass it like yeah you know uh i don't know i'm, I'm not here to like uh throw out the godfather just because uh whatever like it, it obviously has value um but like uh you know I, I i think that things that could could be made that have value that uh you know represent perspective other than just the uh, males talking to each other um but you know i it, it, that's i you also just like should just get the most out of what you can like i'm not a fucking hollywood studio head what do you want me to do about it you know i might also stop at uh again uh shows with talking animals yes yeah, yeah, yeah. again uh this note from his attorney uh let's see here this is from the ren and stimpy creator uh ren and stimpy 
uh, creator's attorney when this story was first published <laughs> with a list of got. allegations. <laughs> Give it to me. Uh, the 1990s were a time of mental and emotional fragility for Mr. Krafalski. I don't know. We're I mean, could you John. imagine how stressed you would be if you were fucking committing widespread pedophilia? He says, especially after losing Ren and Stimpy, his most prized cre- uh, prize creation. For a brief time, 25 years ago, which I think would have made him 36. No, I, he I, I think six- he was in his 40s whenever he was doing all this. Okay. For a brief time, 25 years ago, he had a 16-year-old girlfriend. He did. Over the years, John struggled with what were eventually diagnosed as mental illnesses in 2008. To that point, for nearly three decades, he had relied primarily on alcohol to self-medicate. Since that time, he's worked feverishly on his mental health, and he's been successful. You know what this is? I know what this it is. This is this is. Uh, it's how a lawyer co- would say. This is the cousin of uh, the lady saying that she used an emotional support racial slur. <laughs> well, kind of. I I just think it's like quite directly a. Uh, Norm not realizing the things Gordon has done the last five years to uh, yeah. really change and remake himself. Listen, John's got eight years clean and sober, not fucking any 14-year-olds, and you guys are just not recognizing that. And have you ever lost a show that was your prime uh, prize creation? You don't know if you wouldn't yeah. start to date a high school sophomore in your 40s. <laughs> the The thing that really drives it home are the, the pictures Jeez. in the article are <laughs> jarring. We're just like a guy who looks like he could like if you ask me like what is what is his uh, uh, relation to this girl? Obviously, number one answer is dad. And number two is not boyfriend. It's grandpa. Like <laughs> These are creepy fucking photos. Yeah. And they're the kids have beer in some of them. Just uh, just not good. Yeah. And uh, just a classic why she lost Twitter rant there for you. Um, from someone that, you know, I don't know if this person has, uh, yeah, like 12,000 followers. So it's not like this was huge viral. Uh, we got a Q Congresswoman. Q by. Yeah, I know. Well, not yet. I mean, but, but well, give it a couple months. She's running in Georgia. Yeah. I know. So, I, I know. I'm just, you know, accuracy is important. That's the foundation <laughs> of this podcast. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah, dude, I didn't pull any of it, but she's got some. Well, she's the Q congresswoman, mm-hmm. but damn, dude, she has got some heaters in her past of just sitting there talking on Facebook or YouTube. I mean, she's about as racist as it gets. And she just won a real ass primary. And then the president immediately, you know, a lot of people have won primaries. The president did not tweet about all of them. He did tweet about that one, said that she was a rising star in the party. Oh, He's the president. I should remind you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's very clear if you watch her videos, like where she's picking up her cues from. I mean, she's parroting most of the things that he's said before. Yeah. And she has publicly stated that one of her goals in Congress is to get to the bottom of this deep state pedo thing. So there's a very real chance. I would also this, like to get to the bottom of that. So th- this woman is going to be on the floor discussing Pizzagate. <laughs> uh, I I did I, I don't know how much uh, I want to whatever I I don't know how soon this is coming out, so I don't want to like uh, get anyone's hopes up or anything. Um, and I guess I probably just did that by this weird ass introduction to this, but I was, I was hanging out with Mike Reiner downtown on, uh, this weekend and, uh, we, we had a, a pizza gate, uh, 
protest go by <laughs> like good 20 people. I didn't know exactly what their signs were saying, but one of them like just was the words pizza gate and like I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, uh, Comet Pizza is not located in downtown Dallas, so it's, no, it's not. I have some questions, but also uh, they have my support. I am against pedophilia, and uh, you know, but also against walking into a pizza restaurant with a rifle. Yeah, but if you had to say which one I'm more against, safe space. Well, I just you know, I, I, no, I, no. I really I'm don't like pedophilia. It. She's not that bad looking. Who the the Q lady? Yeah, <laughs> no, to, uh, dude. Of course, none I of these know. fucking Q congresswomen get there because they're ugly. Like the Colorado ones, hot too. Damn, that's not fair. What? It's just making it hard. You know, I don't want to put a pretty face on this movement. I mean, <laughs> they you already know. did this to me once. Whenever they had me they're supporting not the, tea, the Tea Party because of Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like you know, I've fallen for this banana in the tailpipe before. <laughs> the Republican Party like has a playbook. It's worked pretty good for them. They control everything. <laughs> it's worked extremely well for them. Um, do you want to play Ben Shapiro? I do. I have uh, something I want to get advice from you about too. But we can uh, we can play Benny first. Ever. I mean, you know. Before this was, I mean, I'm not like claiming this is any special victory, uh, but like, uh, you know, I, I had a tweet like saying like this is going like I didn't have a tweet saying Ben's going to read the lyrics. That was a, a little bit of a surprise, um, but uh, certainly knew that someone would set it to music and it would be fucking awesome. Hold up. I said certified freak seven days a week. Wet ass P word. Make that pullout game weak. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass P word. Give me everything you got for this wet ass P word. Beat it up and catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this P word right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top if I want to ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth. Look in my eyes. This P word is wet. Come take a dive. There you go. Oh, that's great. Yeah, that's, <laughs> it that's is a, great. A lot of, you know, we're here in the cool zone, right? <laughs> I've just been walking around all day, like not all day, you know, since this came out. I've, I've thought about it multiple times a day. Um, just like real happiness, like for them, like like I'm proud on their behalf and excited that this happened for anyone, but just like really deeply bothered that I am never going to make any art that like, like that, that makes people react to that level. Like, because it wasn't just Ben Shapiro. Like, whenever you can drop a song, because there's a million hits every day, you know? There's hit songs all the time. To make it, to make something so impactful that, like, it just, it just disrupts, it just ripples out to, like, fucking everywhere. Like, just the, to, to the, where, where it hits people's ears and they're just like, huh, ugh. Like, you yeah. know, good or bad, you know, like just it, who gives a fuck if it's good or bad, right? Like, yeah. if I'm Cardi B, don't give a shit at all whether you like it or don't like it just that it makes you fucking feel and just right. everyone who like just gets anywhere near this like they fucking feel man it's uh yeah. it's such an accomplishment congress congressmen saying they accidentally heard it and they're appalled <laughs> just couldn't help i fucking trip fell landed on his dick <laughs> yeah no you're totally right that uh that's like the music equivalent of like colin kaepernick <laughs> yeah <laughs> like there's really not much 
Uh, you very very few things we get. Let's say two or three a year that just piss people off, and then other people that might not even like the song start to like it more because they know it pisses people off. Um, you know, this is a very to use a uh, Brian Curtis term, a very overworked Twitter joke of the week. But like, I can't really imagine. And I guess everybody's relationship is different, and he probably uh, probably holds it as a virtue that what I'm about to say is the case. But like, my man, like you're just telling everybody how boring your fucking is. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't like, know. I, just, I, I didn't listen to his wider segment. I, I, uh, I did because whenever this was originally sent to us, I really didn't listen to it too much because I knew that someone would eventually set it to music, and I would listen to that one over and over and over and over, and over which, uh, you know, prescient. Um, but uh, I, 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 I just heard him start to say like, "This is what the feminists want," <laughs> and I just I love any time that phrase comes out <laughs> out of someone's mouth. This is yeah. what they want. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's. Okay, yeah. So be it. <laughs> I I also want fucking if, if wild what you ass want sex, dude. Is me to spit in your mouth and run my nose through there like a credit card? <laughs> yeah. Okay, look, we'll give give and take a little this bit. This is here. something That's, we share. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And just like yeah, the whole bit of just being like appalled. And the other thing that I think is funny about uh, I can't remember. I'm almost positive it was a Nikki video last year that pissed them all off. Not to this degree. I mean, Anaconda but, certainly did work, you know. Yeah, that might have. But, like, there are no men in this video. Yeah. So, like, I think that's an important point. Yeah. So, that, what he would say is that, like, oh, you know, this is, you know, uh, this is about, or some people would be like, oh, this is. They're trying to you know, erase like, us. Chauvinism or something. But, like, dude, I just mean the fact that there's no men in this video means, like, this was their idea for their video. <laughs> Like, no studio told them to do this. Yeah. Like, they straight up wrote a song called Wet Ass Pussy and then made a four-minute four video where it just looks like people are getting fucked. And, like, in a sense, I kind of agree with Ben Shapiro that that's what feminists want. <laughs> to be able to express your own shit without, like, having to do it to please someone else or because you have to do it. And, like, okay. Yeah, no, I, I don't no. know what he meant. I, I did not, like, keep listening uh, because it just would have made it worse. Like, you know, w once I hear the words, uh, this is what feminists want, the experience has peaked for me. I'm not going to, like, it's not going to be yeah. better if I keep listening. So I don't know what his uh, what his point was, What what like, how he's defining uh, what exactly it is that feminists want. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I've been thinking lately about how formative I, I read uh, uh, Henry Rollins kept a, a diary from, like, uh, I think it's pretty much the start of him being in Black Flag until, like, towards the end. Like, he, he just he just had journals throughout that whole time um, and uh, uh, just put it together and published the whole thing. Um, it's called Get in the Van. And I, I read it as, like, a 14-year-old, which, like, is insane, uh, I, I don't know like how I ended up with it. It's not like I listened to a ton of Black Flag at the time. Certainly some, but like you know, they they weren't like the biggest band for me or whatever. So the idea that I would read like it's not like they're he's attempting to like have like a narrative, you know? Like it's it's just his like like random thoughts on a Tuesday from twenty fucking years ago. 
Um, but the thing was like pretty impactful to me and like shaped a lot of the way I like, I really absorbed the, the, cause he does have some overarching lessons. Like he has themes, you know, uh, just of like th- the way he see the world, there was things that were occurring, you know, reoccurring throughout. And like a, a big one is like, just that it's, it's, the only thing that matters is, is when you're feeling alive, like, you know, the good or bad, whatever, you know, like it, you just, you just want to feel fucking alive. And the, it's just so obvious that this song is like, like that it's, it's, it's creating that life spark in people. Um, and, and that's, you know, the, the only goal of anything, like, uh, certainly the only goal of art is, uh, just, just make you feel alive. Like, and so it's, you know, like he, he would talk about like, the, you know, in the, in the context like of, of uh, the thing, like he's, he's talking about like <laughs> you'd fucking uh, on stage, like crack a bottle open and like, uh, you know, trace a fucking uh, circle on his stomach that like, you know, oh, yeah. blood is just gushing out of. And he's trying to explain why he does that. And he's like, well, you know, it's better than uh, just fucking being on your hour long commute in traffic on your way to work. You know, that is not feeling alive. Uh, whereas if I can just fucking cut myself open with this bottle, like, you know, it, it hurts. Yeah. But, I, but I'm fucking, I'm, I'm breathing a little heavier. I, I've got some fucking blood I'm rushing now. Yeah. 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 Just that, that, that prioritization of being in it. Um, I don't know. You know, it's, it's not like I cut myself with bottles. So I, I don't know that I absorbed it exactly in the way that he did. But uh, I, I have returned to that idea over and over as like a, an important thing of like, you know, what, like, you know, like we were talking beforehand of uh, that. I, I'm only uh, uh, before we started recording. I was I was describing how I, I can I can only feel alive when I'm in conflict. Um, it, it's some of that, you know, like that. That obviously there are negative, there are downsides to being in an argument or to fighting with someone. Um, and like you know that that's not a novel point <laughs> to say that it's stressful to fight. But like I I have come to realize over the course of my life, and I guess this should be obvious to anyone who's looking at it that like uh, the the positives for me outweigh the negatives you know like I, I i just i just get such a rush from arguing and from like being like no you're fucking wrong and having someone tell me the same thing back um that like that that's that's when i'm really like you know when, whenever my brain is like okay we're doing what we're supposed to be doing right now um whenever i was uh whenever we were uh taking those drugs and hanging out at the lake me and my excel friends the 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 retreat i've uh, referenced many, many times now um we were just watching you know we were looking out at the at the water and uh, a duck caught a fish which I'd never seen, like, obviously, you know, uh, ducks eat, but I, I don't think I'd seen a duck, like, just fucking pluck a fish in my fucking life. And uh, then as, as we were, like, staring at him, marveling at the fact that he had just done it, he did it again. And it, it was amazing to, to behold. Um, and if you ever have the chance to see it in person, I, I, I really recommend it. Uh, but just, like, on, you know, uh, hella drugs at that time, like, looked back at the guys, I was like, if I could ever feel how that duck feels right now, I would never do another drug. I would have never needed to do drugs at any point. It, it, you know, I, I think that there is so much of uh, our, our human existence that is uh, uh, characterized by, informed by the fact that, like, we, we are not, like, uh, you know, hunting on the open plane anymore. For sure. And, uh, For sure. and so you're, you're, there's, there's a couple things that like trick your brain and make you feel like you are again. 
And, uh, you know, that, that, that for me is one of them. And that, that, I think that's what, what Rollins is talking about, you know, interfacing with that, like primal, you know, like I'm, I'm actually doing what I, I, or, you know, you, you never are like, you're never fucking hunting a lion. I don't know if we mainly subsisted on lions. I don't think we did. Well, Um, unless you're that dentist. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. But, but even then, like, uh, the gun, I mean, I guess you're getting some of it, but you're not getting the pure uncut thing if you're using a gun. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, uh, so I don't know. <laughs> that, that's how I, well, you want to hear the other Ben Shapiro one? I was going to say, that's why I used to like getting in fights. Yeah. But a lot of these things you feel bad right afterward. Yeah, yeah. It's no, the only for problem sure. with it. I would imagine cutting yourself with a bottle probably comes with the same. All right, yeah, let's hear the other one. Horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. There's some horrors in this house. I said certified freak. There's some Seven days a week. Wet ass p make that pullout game weak. Yeah, 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 you effin' with some wet ass p Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass p Give me everything you've got for this wet ass p Beat it up, N-word, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this p right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do a kegel while it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eyes. This P-word is wet, come take a dive. It continues uh, along these lines. Uh, and it gets significantly, significantly more vulgar. Like, oh no. Uh, that is, I, this my, is not, uh, the round goes to the, to the contender there. <laughs> this is not a, a novel thought. I saw someone else uh, express this on Twitter, but do you think it's been more than a week since Ben Shapiro like, uh, told one of his friends, like, dude, don't be a pussy. Like the fact he's like P word, this wet ass P word, dude, fuck you. You're being so fucking phony right now. I was going to say like, does he ever say it? I mean, I don't, I don't think that he ever like says it in that. Like he seems like you said, uh, too much of a fucking vanilla boy to ever like be like, you know, tell his wife, like have that pussy ready for me, bitch. Right. Um, but, but the idea of him being like, uh, you know, uh, don't be a pussy like that, 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 that comes out of his mouth fairly often i would assume like just people people like him people that look like him they're often telling people don't be a pussy dude yeah he he only knows it as a derogatory term and not as a sexual organ um that exists on his wife's body yeah boy that was a good one a couple weeks ago too whenever someone posted a photo of him and was like you know liberals hate ben shapiro because he's he, he reminds him of the guy who shoved them all in lockers in high school and i'm like must be him? two fucking high schools bro because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> i don't know man i think this dude was living with his head in the toilet uh and that's how he ended up how he is but we digress all right let's, usually uh, people like that are bigger than he is yeah <laughs> i was gonna say dude i mean look i mean as a you know, anyways uh hit me with your advice so uh, I just, we're, me and the wife have been uh, uh, trying to brainstorm something. I, I as you all know, uh, bought a GoPro. And so this has uh, just been having. Oh, shit. You're really going to impress Ben Shapiro here. Talk about a little, <laughs> no. little OnlyFans type content, a <laughs> little couple OnlyFans. Uh, no, we're not talking about that today. um but i I feel like it's just been such a boon i feel so good about the purchase it's it's just been improving the lives of everyone around me and certainly me most of all um but uh she uh looked at at it was like you know what i should do a cooking show and uh i think that anyone who like 
If you're the kind of person who watches as many cooking shows as she does and don't ever say like, fuck, I, I should do that. I should try that. Then I like back to the, like uh, the, the Rollins thing. Like I, I got no time for it. I don't want to be around you. Like uh, I was so proud of my parents. Like I, I, I did not like that. They sold my, uh, my childhood home. Uh, but, but people who watch as much home improvement shows as they do and don't ever get off the couch and be like, fuck it. I'm buying a house and I'm knocking down all the goddamn walls. Like I, I just, you know, I, I don't want to be around those kind of people. I want to be yeah, around the kind of people sounds in the background of my house. It's cause the woman who lives here definitely, watched too many of those shows and is doing something right now I that's don't the good know. shit you know the i don't pe- even know what it is the people who like you know consume culture and are like you know what i need to create like that that fucking like to, to just have that drive of like you know i'm taking this in i need to also put back out like uh that's i i, I think that's a, a key to the human experience so uh so megan's been watching all these cooking shows and now she's going to take a stab at making a cooking show uh i'm sure they'll be on her, her instagram and I'll, I'll, I'll make like a youtube channel for or whatever and put them up but we do not have a name and uh this has been the the primary conflict in our lives over the uh the course of the last week of just you know her being like i need a name and me being like I'm already filming the damn thing. Uh, don't don't make me come up with a name, Jake. You remember the process for trying to name this podcast? Uh, yeah, a, a, a huge reason. The primary reason why we did so many shows without uh, publishing any of them is because we could not agree on a name. <laughs> like I don't I don't like this process. Um, no, I don't either. But you know what, dude? Ten years in, I'm still not mad at this name. <laughs> I yeah, no, I'm I'm and, and if we'd gone with uh, one of the other ones, I think that I would be. I I it, nothing felt right until we until we settled on this. But I, I feel fine about this. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to brag on it, but I just don't feel in, I don't feel terribly embarrassed whenever I say it. That that was the only thing I'm going for. Yeah, and I'm going through this right now. You know, <laughs> the other medium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking hard to come up yeah. with a good name. Um, but anyway, so she's just bugging me about it all the time. And I'm like, I'm not doing it. You know, I'm not coming up with a name. I don't like this whole thing. Don't look at me. And then like a fucking bolt out of uh, lightning bolt out of the sky, just goes straight into my fucking brain, puts a little Harry Potter scar on my forehead. And I say, I've got it. A name that will revolutionize, uh, cooking shows as we know it. It'll stand out. It'll differentiate you in the category. People will be talking about it constantly just because of the name. The way this thing is going to generate buzz just because it, you know, it, it's, it's like WAP. It, it fucking, you know, it stands out. To, it, it, it offends the senses. They're not even offends, but just, you know, makes you feel. By the way, I've been going with WAP. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Josh is pointing out that it is, uh, you know, dangerously close to a racial slur. Yeah, um, and that actually, <laughs> I, I don't want to sidetrack you, but whenever this came up while we were gone, we were the wife and I were like, oh, is that, uh, so it's probably WAP. I didn't hear the other W word until high school. And it was when a kid got called it, and he was real offended. And I'm like, the fuck does that mean? Yeah, whatever. I don't know. And I, uh, he, he, he was very, very Italian. And so clearly, it's a racial been, slur, but like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and I and I was like, we were talking, we were like, where does that come from? And I was like, I think it's without papers, but I'm seeing now that is false. Oh, really? I, I assumed that it was without papers. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's like a lot of these things, a muddy etymology, but it's really weird for the first time you hear a slur ever is when it's called someone of that nationality yeah. <laughs> to their face, and you're like, whoa, there's a lot going on right here. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes, you need a name like WAP. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you need something that, you know, it, it just, it just, whatever it does, it, it, do, it doesn't go down easy, you know, whether you mm-hmm. like it or don't like it. Um, and, uh, and, and, and then she just, you know, despite being handed this piece of gold, just flatly rejected it and said that she refused to call her cooking show what I'm going to poop tomorrow. <laughs> and I think that's fucked up. You know, I don't hate it. What about, you could even go with like, you could use the term like pre-poop. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe like call your listeners of, uh, pre-poopers. Hey, all you pre-poopers out there. Hey, all you pre-poopers. Yeah, now you've got a little a little digital army. Kamala. <laughs> Kamala. Um, Here's what we're all going to be pooping tomorrow. See, I've always thought. <laughs> Justin suggested that uh, each, each show start with a recap of how the last one went. The poop. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I had that steak and uh, yeah, it was, it was some great pooping. Well, a little photo pops up on the screen <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah just a little picture in picture we're not trying to be vulgar here right so just a uh, small tasteful photo whether it's what i'm going to poop tomorrow I, using the word poop is something you have to do i don't think she's gonna do it see i've always thought that of all the functions that social media should have that doesn't you know people complain about the edit function or hey i'm being harassed and this guy keeps telling me to kill myself and this person just sent me a photo of my house while also telling me sleep tight you know all those sorts of things that we've dealt with um i've always thought there should be a function that mandates that if you post a picture of food that picture cannot go up until you also post a picture of shit yeah yeah I you know because uh, like Instagram makes it so easy with the uh, the gallery you know just like here's my steak I had yesterday here's what it looked like 24 hours later yeah I think that easy. that that should be you know if you get Zuck and Dorsey at Congress again maybe the QAnon lady can ask him about that but I hope so you're not she's not going to come up with a better name than that I mean that's my feeling but because there's know, a hell of branding see. opportunities too like you could kind of. It. You could kind of steal Mr. Hanky as like a uh, as a mascot. Yeah, yeah, people love that. The pop man, the possibilities are truly endless. That's what I'm saying. But it's just falling on deaf ears. Jeez. So we did yeah, have a, a a Patreon listener request that we talk about college football uh, and the players unionizing, but I, I think we're out of time. Yeah, well, if he's a Patreon guy, we could do it on Thursday. I guess that was we a, could. It was a wild, wild four days to be a little kind of off the internet. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, every time I look back at it, I'm like, huh? Boy, y'all getting Whoa, into some shit. What's going on here? But yes, sadly, we are out of time today, um, so we'll be back tomorrow. We'll see you. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next, so until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one. I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.